0: Lot Talk Radio Welcome world, welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, uh big night tonight. <laughs> Two important things happening. One, at precisely the same time that I am starting my show, President Biden is starting the State of the Union Address in Washington, which means that perhaps no one is listening to my show at the moment. I wouldn't be surprised, or just a handful. Uh, For those of you who missed the show, and it will be all of you perhaps, as I suggested, uh, most of you know I am archived at 10 o'clock when my show is done. It is immediately archived for all time. My shows from eight, ten years ago are still out there. Uh, and the reason I know this is, though I do the show 9 o'clock every Tuesday evening, very few people listen to me at 9 o'clock Tuesday evening. Most people listen to the show on the archived version. Uh, so most of you will be there and will listen. On the archive version the other thing is uh, this is perhaps it's a different show tonight I feel that we are in in our country the most dangerous time we have been since World War two what's going on in the Ukraine is no joke it could easily spread to the United States And I'm talking about a nuclear disaster. Here's the story as I see it. Uh, It's crazy. No question about it. You can see from what's been happening. He started this war, what, six days ago? Uh, He expected it to be over in two days. Uh, I just read before I went on tonight that he had, what, 130,000, 150,000 people uh, waiting on the border to go in. Eighty percent of the troops have already been committed in one fashion or another in Ukraine by Putin, and he still hasn't won the war. He's not even close to winning the war. Uh, He's going to reach a point, though, I fear, uh, where he's going to be totally exasperated, and I'm going to put it very bluntly pissed off. He isn't going to understand why. Uh, here he goes in with all his power. The war should have been over right away with the Ukraine, and they're making a mockery out of him, a fool out of him. What he doesn't understand is he's doing it to himself, a war he should, should never have started. And as it turns out, there he is nuts the way things look. Uh, He has not consulted, it appears, with his military or any of his close advisors because he has no advisors. He did this all on his own. If you watch him now when he meets with his quote-unquote advisors, he sits at a very long table at one end and a handful of advisors at the extreme other end. Uh, He doesn't want to sit close to them. He uh, does not listen to anyone. He doesn't listen to anyone at all. Uh, he does what he wants. And he's fighting this war, not as wars would be fought today, but as his smaller wars have been fought over the last 20 years, not picking up on things ha- that things have changed. Uh, so we're dealing with a man uh, who has regressed mentally. Uh, I heard today the man's 78 years old. And that's all the average age in in Russia is 70. I'm 86. I think right now I think I've got it going better than he has mentally because he's made moves I can't conceive of it, making or would have made uh, at this stage of the game. So anyhow, that's the story there. And what I'm doing this evening, because of the importance I attribute to what is going on, the fear I have that we could be in trouble. Trouble could be in a week. Look how far he's gotten in six days already in the Ukraine. Uh, Never forget, he has nuclear weapons. And when I mention that, let me say this about nuclear weapons. Russia got them because they were purportedly a power At the end of World War II, they negotiated, them. Stalin negotiated well. Uh, Stalin wasn't crazy, but he was just as bad as Putin. He didn't mind killing people by the millions. Uh, However, Putin has improved on his nuclear supply. The United States, Russia, and some other countries have gotten into smaller nuclear weapons whereas what we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki could wipe out a whole town and 200,000 people, we have now developed smaller nuclear warheads that can do away with a town of a million people, uh, 50,000 people, and won't spread as badly. But it's a nuclear weapon, it's totally wipe out, wipe out for that area. Whereas we have developed 100 of those nuclear warheads, Putin has developed 2,000. you heard me, 2,000. Russia has the largest and most modern nuclear war supply of any country in the world, even ex- exceeding the United States. Now, because I consider everything important, that's what's hap- been happening this past week, my show is a total Ukraine-Russian one. Nothing else, because it is that important. I'm sure all of you realize and appreciate that. So let me get into it, and let me say this. My blogs this week have been 98% Russia, the Ukraine, because it's just, I think it's that important. I think most people do also. I sense there could be a war that will personally affect the United States, and that means me and you and our families and friends. Uh, So that's all I've got. So I went through my notes, because I prepared my blog for my notes the previous week, and I have so many notes. I've got pages and pages on my yellow notepads with an S about facts that I put together this past week concerning the war, many that I didn't get time to use in my blog, because no one would ever finish reading the blog. So... I couldn't put my show together like I normally do. There is generally a consistency, a flow to the show. Too much here. I tried. I couldn't do it. I would never have finished. It would have taken me ten hours. I still would not have been done. So I'm taking from my notes at random. There will not be a consistency, but the facts are the facts, and there are enough. So I hope, hopefully, I will get through with what I'm saying. So you. There's an understanding. I make myself clear as to the points I want to get across. One, that we're in a very bad situation. So let me start now. Uh, the State of the Union, I can't listen to it. I'll catch it in the middle of the night uh, when it's rerun many times uh, on TV. Uh, the interesting new news today is that the United States... This is going to be announced tonight by the President. The United States is banning all Russian aircraft over United States uh, in the air, airspace over the United States. Many nations have done this. Uh, many, many nations, which affects economically, uh, in many respects, what what Russia can do. I mean, they can't fly their commercial flights in. They can't fly people in. They can't fly goods we may buy from them in. They can't get goods from us going out. It's a mess. (laughs) It hurts them even more, uh, sanction-wise. So that's the story there on that. Now let's get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, Putin's been acting strange lately, it's been reflected in the news. Uh, And if I repeat things tonight, you'll understand, because I've got a lot of notes that I just scrambled them together. Uh, And the reason is nothing's going the way he expected. Again, he thought with 130,000, 150,000 on the border, the Ukraine would shit if you excuse me, and he'd go in and he'd take control of the country in about two days. It didn't happen. He wasn't aware that the people of the Ukraine, what a proud people. I have never seen this in my lifetime, including our country, a nation with such pride. And their president, the Zelensky. This guy's only 44 years old. He's a former comedian. (laughs) He was a TV comedian like Donald Trump. But this guy's good. And he's given to his people a spirit. He's added to the spirit of the Ukraine people. All right? So nothing's really going his way. These people are opposing him. I mean, they're making Molotov cocktails. They've got it organized by the thousands. Uh, They're giving their people guns. You you can't leave the country for any reason, even if your family does, if you're from 18 to 60 years old, because... You're going to fight for your country, and the people aren't complaining. The men, that is. They aren't complaining. And the Ukrainian government is giving them all guns. Some of them never shot a gun. They're being shown now. And go out and kill them. And the women, too, are getting guns if they want them, and many do. Uh, So, again, he has no real advisors. Uh, He has no one giving them good sense and judgment. He's upset because the war should be over by now. He looks, he knows he's coming over and looking like he's crazy. He's looking like, again, excuse my vile language, an asshole to the world. He is looking like a failure. Right? He has twice threatened nuclear war. No sane person threatens nuclear war, which means he's insane. It's it's It could be the end of the world. Can you realize the destruction if... He bombed the United States with the big nuclears, and we bombed him back because once his nuclear warheads get through certain defenses of our country, it's automatic. Nobody even has to press the button for our nuclear warheads to go towards Russia. Both countries are devastated, not destroyed totally, but devastated. It'll be 50 years before either comes back. Oh, the war dead. Hard to comprehend, hard to understand. It means the end of Russia. It means the end of the United States. China'll probably come out of this thing best because they didn't get involved. They've got nuclear warheads, and they'll be the strongest country in the world. Let's talk about the forty-mile convoy. Of he's got a forty-mile convoy out there of military vehicles. Uh, that that means forty miles long. They've been heading towards Kiev. The uh, and. They're not making much progress. They're very slow. It's come down to three miles a day, the traffic they're making or distance. And today they didn't do anything. They didn't move at all, and they're still 15, 16 miles away from Kiev. Uh, now, that convoy ever gets to Kiev. They're going to wipe Kiev out. They've got a list they've got war vehicles. They've got missile vehicles. They've got tanks. They call this whole thing a convoy. It is 40 miles long, and it's on this big open road with no protection, but they got no planes to bomb it. Uh, so it stopped, but it stopped yesterday, and it seems abandoned. Now, the reason that is occurring is because, The vehicles are running out of gas. I'm laughing. They're running out of gasoline. He didn't plan this properly. He didn't know he was going to have to use them this way. They're running out of gasoline. Also, when we speak about the gasoline, it has been revealed today uh, that many Russian soldiers, Russian soldiers, many of them are not happy with this war. I would say most of them are not happy. They didn't even know they were going to war. They were told they're going out on an exercise. Turns out they're in a war with the Ukraine. Well, they're making holes in their gas tanks, some of them, so they don't have to get to that point where it's going to be Kyiv and it's going to be building by building, block by block. Most, many of them will be killed, as will many Ukrainians. They don't want that. This isn't their headache, this war. It's Putin's headache. And they're punching holes in their gas tanks so that the, 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 the uh, gas runs out. There's another reason. Uh, the Russian soldiers have nothing to eat. They're starving, just like some of the Ukrainian people are. I smile when I say some of these things because, and this shows that Putin didn't plan this war. He, he, he didn't go to his military advisors. I, I Apparently he didn't even tell them what he was going to do because the boxes of food for the Russian show, soldiers in these vehicles making up the 40-mile convoy, have labels on them going back five or six years. The food cannot be eaten, for which reason they're abandoning the vehicles because they're hungry, these guys, and they're going into nearby towns and not brutally but nicely walking into grocery stores and supermarkets and just taking the food off the shelves and eating it right there. These guys are starving, just like some Ukrainians are starving. Great war that Putin planned here. uh this convoy is not there yet and may never make uh, uh, the the uh, the capital. The problem is, and it's really not a problem. It, this convoy can be destroyed in less than a day. It needs planes coming down and bombing and shooting on them. Uh, the Ukrainians have an air force; it's not that big, and one of the reasons putin isn't winning this war yet is that he doesn't control airspace the handful this is like uh the british spitfires uh, early in the war uh, great britain uh you know what was it churchill said uh in the history of mankind uh something to the effect that uh so much was owed by so many to so few well these pilots are up there and they're winning the air battle which prevents uh prevents him from controlling the sky, and if he doesn't control the sky, uh, he isn't moving effectively because he needs his air power to destroy uh, Yiv also, Uh, but that air power isn't sufficient to wipe out the convoy. Now, I'm sorry to go into this detail, but my my show's going to be like this tonight. I'm just sitting back here and talking. Things I've become aware of over the past week, most of which you have. uh, Hopefully some have not, uh, and you haven't gotten it all. And I'm I'm opening your eyes to some things that are happening. Right now, Ukrainian pilots are in Poland, and they are retraining, note the word retraining, on MiG-3s, okay?, uh, now they, the, the, the Ukrainian pilots are trained already on MiG-3s, uh, but they haven't played with them or flown them in quite a while, except the ones they got going up in the air now. So they've gone there to train. Poland has, is providing, uh, um, 3s for them, and they're also, uh, receiving MiG-3s from other countries. So I'm assuming, and I'm hoping, and I could be wrong, That between now and those 15 or 16 miles left to get to Kiev, the planes from Poland, the Ukrainian pilot and MiGs, will be over that convoy and blow it to hell. Possibility. Probability, I don't know. There's something I don't understand here. Uh, Why is Poland permitting this? Uh, my recollection, if I'm correct, if I'm wrong, I apologize, is that Poland is one of the uh, NATO countries. They're not supposed to do anything that would contribute to the war effort in this fashion, and yet they're, they're permitting planes to be flown out of their air bases over the Ukraine to destroy the Russian army on the ground. Uh, That could open the door to other problems. I could be wrong with what I'm talking about here. Take it with a grain of salt, please. Uh, Let's see now. What else are they doing over here? Uh, Well, That's what's going on now with the convoy for the moment. This convoy, though, I wrote about this yesterday or today. I've written about it for two days in a row in the blog. I described it as a train of death, a train of death because it's 40-mile long, and, you know, and it's tanks uh, and it's other vehicles. Uh, the, these horrible. The whole thing's horrible you understand the story. Now, let me tell you a little story that came up in the news this week. Some of the soldiers who are operating these tanks and other vehicles, military vehicles in the 40-mile convoy who are hungry and desperate for food, have left them and have gone looking for food in nearby towns, little towns. There is a seaside resort by the name of Birdzank, Bergyansk, Bird uh and it's occupied by Russian soldiers. Small town though. And there's a small shop there. The owner said, and I quote, frightened children, frightened looks, they want to eat. I have to talk about children and food first here. Frightened children, frightened looks. They want to eat. The Russian soldiers are coming in and taking the food uh, because they're not eating. They went, for example, this fellow, same fellow said he watched them go into a supermarket where they grabbed canned meat, vodka, and cigarettes. And this fellow said, and I quote, "They ate, r- they ate." Right in the store. It looked like they haven't been fed in recent days. Now, the Ukraine, this, this guy, I gotta tell you, the Zelensky and whoever his advisors are, they're smart people. I am so impressed. They want, they know the Russian soldiers are being put upon, and they're not happy with. Putin, and probably a lot of them are wishing they weren't there, and they want to induce them to leave Putin, to leave Russia and come over to their side. And here's a statement made two days ago by Zelensky, uh, which I think is an act of brilliance. He said, we offer the Russian soldiers cash and full amnesty, okay, to stop fighting Full amnesty means they surrender. We, not, If they surrender, we're not going to do anything to them. We are also going to pay them right away 5 million rubles. Now, 5 million rubles sounds like a lot of money, and it probably was six months ago. Right now, it's less than $50,000 in American money because the problems with the sanctions already have caused the currency to crater. Uh, because of these sanctions. That's a brilliant move, though. There's no report yet on how successful it at all this procedure is. People, th- these Ukrainians are strange ducks. You notice how they're going to stay in fight. The women, too, young and old, even though they got their babies, some of them, but they're, they're not leaving. This is my country. They're a proud people. I haven't seen this in so many years in my lifetime i don't know if i've ever seen pride to this extent in this type of situation in my lifetime and again i am 86 years old there's here's a story that's interesting a ukrainian was arrested for partially sinking his 7.7 million dollars super yacht he was employed on the yacht was in spain 7.7 million dollars uh 150 footer, that's big time, my friends. Uh, the gentleman is a Ukrainian, he's about 50 years old, his name is Taras Ostekpek, and what he did was, because he was irrit- the, irritated that this boat is involved, this yacht, and I'll explain how in a second, is involved or was involved in what's happening to his people, And he's in Spain on the boat. He's worked for 10 years on this boat. He's the chief mechanic. The yacht's name is Lady Anastasia. It's owned by Alexander Mijet, okay? He is the CEO of a Russian military company, military weapons company, called Rosaboran Export. Now, Tarsa, he's a crew member. And he said, and I quote, my boss is a criminal who sells weapons that kill the Ukrainian people. He was arrested. What he, what he did was, this guy's terrific, he opened the water valves uh, on the boat and uh, flooded most of the boat, and so it, it got semi-sunk because of the flooding of the compartments. He said, and I quote, I watched the news about the war. There was a video of a helicopter attack on a building in Kiev. The armaments used for it are produced by the yacht's owner his company all right they are attacking innocents he told the judge when he appeared before a court in spain he didn't regret his actions and quote would do it again he said and again understand this yacht suffered severe damage uh And he's worked for these people for 10 years. He makes a lot of money, a chief mechanic on a boat that big who's been around that long. Uh, He said it was a good job as head mechanic and a good salary. He said, I am not a hero. I'm a middle-aged man, but I have a lot of experience as a mechanic. I have never held a weapon, but if necessary, I will. Why not? And you know what? The judge in the Spanish courtroom let him go. (laughs) That's another insult to Putin. Uh, He let him go, and this fellow's on his way back to Ukraine to help his country. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Number of people wounded and killed. These numbers are hard to accept. I don't think there are any reliable numbers. Uh, The United Nations uh, High Commissioner for Human Rights said two days ago that on the Ukraine side there were – 406 civilians who had been uh, injured or killed. Of that number, three and four, 304 were injured, 102 killed. The 102 killed included seven children. On the other hand, other sources are saying, other reliable type sources also are saying that the number could be as much as four thousand, five thousand, six thousand. No one is actually sure. Another number that's come out that seems accurate is that 500,000 people have fled to neighboring countries. Uh, so that's the story on the numbers. Now, the Russians, the number for the, of Russians dead is presently estimated in today's news at 5,600 Russian soldiers. That's a lot. What happens is this. Putin doesn't want those bags coming back to Russia with dead bodies in them. He does not want his people to know how many Russian citizens are being killed. Families will be furious. The people are already furious. They're protesting in the streets of Moscow and 50 other countries. Uh, so what is he doing? They have. I don't know if they were prepared and ready, but right now they have crematoriums, crematoriums that look like they are artillery vehicles. They're huge, these artillery vehicles. And what they do is they take the bodies of their dead soldiers and burn them, turn them into ashes and dump the ashes. So no one will ever know how many were dead. No one will say, well, so-and-so didn't come back, but how do you know he's dead? And that's what Putin is doing to hide that situation. Osana Markaro, these names for it are terrific, but his name is Osana Markaro V.A. He's the United, he's Uranian, I'm sorry, Uranes. Ambassador to the United States, who, by the way, will be sitting with Mrs. Biden tonight at the State of the Union address. He's the ambassador to the United States, and he said yesterday that Russian forces invaded his country or her country, acting like Nazis during World War II and hitting innocent citizens, hitting innocent citizens. Belarus Belarus that country next door uh, it's a Russian puppet. that's what Putin wants to make uh, the Ukraine a Russian puppet. We never hear of Belarus, but country supposedly independent but they're a puppet of Putins. Uh, they're ready, they said to send troops into the Ukraine as soon as this week sometime we'll see, but that's what they said now. A United States defense official said, "This is the extension of the Kremlin, in a place it shouldn't be bringing people, other other countries in." Uh, in this past week, missiles and aircraft launches have been coming out of Belarus and attacking the Ukraine. Uh, Belarus also voted in recent days to ditch its non-nuclear. Uh, they they agreed to be a non-nuclear state many, many years ago. They've said no more. We're going to be a nuclear state. Uh, and this happened to coincide with Putin's second notice that he was threatened. He's considering nuclear warfare. I have so much more to go. I've given you half of what I had prepared, but my time is running out. I'm sorry. Uh, I hope the show is of some interest to you this evening. I hope none of the bad things I suggested come to pass. I hope this thing ends soon. We all do. I don't think so. The only way it's going to end, the people have to rebel in Moscow and go in the building where our good friend Putin sits, take them outside and hang them. That's it. <laughs> Otherwise, we've got deep problems ahead of us. Thank you for joining me, and good night till next week.